Welcome to Planet Mainstage. My name is John Prentice. I am gonna keep my head on 
Welcome to the show. That was Sean Colvin with a 30-year anniversary acoustic version of her Steady On. And that's our hopeful message for the new year. Steady the course. Thank you, Sean. All the usual today, name that riff contest at the beginning of the second hour. And a little tribute to folk singer Tom Smothers and his brother Dick and some fascinating new songs and albums. First, though, Winnipeg music stalwart Scott Nolan is having his CD release at Times Change next Friday, January the 12th, and we have a feature interview with Scott and a listen to some of the new songs from his Before Tonight. Before we get to the interview, here is the title cut, Before Tonight, on 101.5 UMFM, Planet Mainstage. Not to mention the stars Just watch them fall It goes in love over now Not to mention the stars Under the light of the moon It shines in your eyes There goes my world Here comes the night Somebody just to love. Oh, 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 o
Before tonight, truly a love song. The singer-writer exhilarated by being in love. <laughs> and we have the author, singer-songwriter Scott Nolan to talk about the January 12th Time Change CD release of the album Before Tonight. Hi, Scott. How's it going? I'm good, John. How are you? Good. Thanks for doing this. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And uh, as I said to you on our uh, little exchange on messaging, I, I sat down last night and listened to the album from beginning to end. Uh, and uh, thank you. And thank you to all involved. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great... Uh, a great thing to do. I, I advise it to people to do. <laughs> it's a short one. I, I think it works nicely in one listen too. Yeah. You know, I, I listened on Bandcamp, which is uh, not only a great place to buy the record. I think you agree, but a great place to, uh, to listen. It's because it's, it's got so much info depending on who the artist is, of course, in your case, the lyrics to all the songs. <laughs> yeah, Ian Maddie has been really working hard to kind of um, um, up the presentation of my all my various sites and Bandcamp. He's going back and re-releasing my my earlier records, and he's a real he's been a real incredible uh, a friend here. And um, so Bandcamp is uh, yes, it's uh, it's really coming together over there. And uh, so let's just go into uh, who who is on the album and maybe talk a little bit about the production, time and where it was and all that kind of stuff. You know, ironically, the song before tonight, I probably wrote more as I was falling out of love, <laughs> which yeah. is uh, maybe where the perspective came from. Okay. It's actually a short poem uh, from my book. Um, the book's called Moon Was a Feather, and it, it's... It's the shortest poem in the whole book, which is just, um, we're all just warming our hands by the fire, how good it is just to love somebody. And uh, I was walking through Cinnabon Park, you know, looking at young people um, in the fall, sitting around having evening fires with friends. And I, I just remember for some reason, it uh, it's really stood out to me. And, and each of the little spots I walked by, you know, seemed like uh, to, to some extent, possibly newcomers to, to the country. And I just was struck by the uh, sweetness of it all, you know, the young people, uh, what are you doing in the evening in the fall as things start to get cold, they have little parks and they're all leaning in, warming their hands, you know, talking. I just found it to be a very charming uh, image, which is kind of where the uh, song came from and, and um, and then I like, uh, if I may say about that song, that it starts mid-thought, you know? I've always wanted a song that, because I, I tend to, uh, when I talk to people on the phone or people call me, I I don't, I skip over the formalities of the hellos. I like to get right into the conversation. And I kind of like how Before Tonight just starts in the middle of a thought, not to mention the stars. It's kind of yeah. like, ah, you know, no beating around the bush, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you're saying it's when you're falling out of love, but I mean, it's reflecting on that feeling as well, which yeah. some people could take from listening to it. You know, it, it could inspire them more about their position, which is still <laughs> deeply in love. You how know? the falling out of love can, can <laughs> often give you an enhanced perspective of love. You know, yes. I mean, uh, uh, you know I've said a million times, uh, particularly related to music and performance and stuff, um, it's the it's the off nights where you grow. 
the high moments in life are just high moments. You just enjoy them. It's something for you, but it's all the other moments where you kind of grow. And uh, and uh, so I think I had maybe my my vision and, and feeling about concept of it really was was growing uh, at a time when the love part wasn't. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the personnel. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. It was, uh, um, you know, it, I, I'm. It's it's a special thing to me in that um, I don't know when. I'll ever get to record with a great band again. Hmm. The way music is now with, with streaming and uh, royalties and stuff, uh, I may not have the luxury anytime soon. I've already begun, in fact, making another record back just by myself, playing all the parts myself, because uh, maybe the only reason I got to make this record was Manitoba Film and Music um, gave me a grant. And, um, and with that type of grant, uh, I don't take any money. Uh, I... Uh, I employed my longtime engineer and colleague Jamie Sitar, and uh, I had Gilles Fonier on the string bass, and Glenn Buer on piano, and uh, Joanna Miller, of course, on drums, her husband Chris Dunn on guitar, and uh, Paul Balkane on saxophone. And um, that group, um, I have a studio behind my house that I built, and um, during the pandemic, I. Um, I had these conduits put in to connect the buildings. So now my home and studio were all kind of operate as one thing. I could, I could utilize any space in my home as a studio. Um, and the two buildings are connected um, both by audio and video. So I'd never made a record here. Like I'd produced tons of records for other artists. I'd never actually made a Scott Nolan record at the song shop properly. So this mm-hmm. was my first time, and I wanted to do a little bit like I did in Alabama with Willie Sugarcaps for the Silver Hill record. I wanted to really just prepare the group and cut it live. No editing, no um, comping. Uh-huh. And so that's what we did. Uh, all the, the, the band you hear, uh, as well as my vocals, are all completely live. No wow. comping, no editing. And uh, i just say that for the handful of... Um, uh, aficionados music people out there that that may care about that detail because it is to me it's a big detail it's um you're really in it together there's you, you really the performance is such a critical thing so we would do say three takes of any given song and then move on mm-hmm. and uh, um there's some songs like the saxophone for instance which is somewhat uh unorthodox and roots music for for paul to play completely live with us that way his performances are just incredible and everybody really um one track ebb and flow um to me the the triumph of the track is the musical like it the weave is unbelievable and uh to get a band to capture that live to me i live for that stuff I care much less about every other detail uh, other than how exciting it is to like, to really command, you know, five or six people's focus and attention. And uh, if you listen to the track Ebb and Flow, the bass, it might be some of Gilles Fonier's finest recorded moments, the, the tone, the feel, the bass, in a way, is leading the way it walks around and moves around, and and the sax. It, you're halfway through the song before you almost even recognize that it's sax because it sounds like 
uh, it sounds like the groans of a of a cold city you know like it's it's just these weird guttural kind of sounds that i i love it i i'm so proud of the the musical performance in that and um well i think this is a good time just to uh <laughs> you set it up so perfectly we got to hear it <laughs> <laughs> Patsy Klein and a 
Okay, that was Evan Flo <laughs> from Scott Nolan's new album, Before Tonight. And uh, we're so happy to be talking to Scott now, and uh, he's letting us know uh, a little bit about the album before you can go to the CD release on January the 12th. And uh, we'll uh, continue in our conversation. I, I, I was saying that, the, you know, the first song uh, was a love song, but I, I, I just want to carry a thought that I had on too. I think the first couple of songs, as I listened to the album last night before tonight and No Country, uh, again, No Country to me was a very positive, uh, you know, uh, uh, lyric as well. Um, can you talk about that song? Yeah, um, you know, I was uh, listening to a really old Irish song called Mother McCree. And uh, in, in Irish uh, tradition, you hear like, um, I remember hearing a lyric, uh, there's a part of my heart, no Colleen alone, you know? And it's just a, um, an Irish person might replace girl or woman with Colleen, you know? And, and uh, I just, I was falling in love with this song over and over. And um, it kind of, uh, it led me to that idea of there's a piece of my heart no country could claim. And uh, I, I was thinking about my ancestry and my um, Irishness, if you will, and, um, and all the things I found so charming about the culture. And um, really was that, you know, I was just getting set to produce a Stephen Fearing record. And I was in my living room, call, uh, uh, Stephen had just arrived. And I'd sat at the piano in my living room and I said, hey, uh, uh, can I play you something I'm working on? And at the time, um, there was one additional piece to the song that was based on a poem. Um, and uh, so I played it for him and, and Stephen looked at me and said, uh, wow, that was really beautiful. Would you play that for me again? So I can't remember if he recorded it. I don't remember, but he asked if I would play it again. And, uh, and I did, and he said, how do you feel about me removing that little poem piece? And I'd like to cut it from my record I'm about to make with you. I feel like it's the perfect closing song. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, you know, and, and uh, uh, then we didn't talk about it again. We made his record, we dove into work and that was it. There was never another comment about that song. And every night uh, Stephen left, he didn't take a guitar with him. So wherever he was staying, he was without his instruments. And uh, on the last day of recording, he turned to me and he said, oh, yeah, I wanted to record that song of yours. And he sat down with an acoustic guitar and he did it. I think he did it twice. And we kept the first version. But so I don't even know that he'd gone anywhere and worked it out other than in his head. But when he saw me sit at the piano that day, he realized this song's finished. Scott doesn't even know it yet. The extra part I was fumbling with was not meant to be in there. Anyway, it was a very charming moment between songwriters because not only did Stephen um, uh, record a song of mine that I hadn't even recorded yet, but he was the first person to hear it and go, hey, you know what? That song is finished. <laughs> so anyway, he put it on his record. Um, Unconquerable uh, Past? No, not that Unconquerable one. Unconquerable Past, that's right, yeah. And uh, and it's a beautiful, beautiful version. And um so this was me finally getting around to recording it myself. But um, but yeah, that's how it kind of came to be. I was I was fumbling around with a song that was already done, and, and I just I didn't see it yet.
There's a piece of my heart that no country can claim. All I have in this world is my word and my name. And if I am so lucky as to see you again, I'll be the fortune. Place in my mind and never forget where forgiveness might be all that we get. If there's peace in this wall, I ain't found it yet. Still, I'm the fortune. You are listening to Planet Mainstage, a feature interview with Scott Nolan before his CD release for Before Tonight at Times Changed, January the 12th, scottnolan.ca and Eventbrite. Well, so, through all through all you're seeing or all every every image in that song, you know, it's sort of like each verse ends with I am the fortunate one. You know, <laughs> it really well, because, you know, I think with everything that's happening in the world right now, everything that was happening in the world at the time that I wrote it. Um, and maybe it's because I've managed to tread water in the arts for, I don't know, 25 years or something crazy. <laughs> um, I realized that my whole existence, I am truly the fortunate one. And anytime I hit um, struggle moments, I remind myself, these struggles are small. This is a current I can tread through, no problem. Like I just, my my life um, would be unrecognizable to my uh, ancestors a couple generations back. And so uh, I'm grateful, I'm grateful for it all. And um, it, it, uh, it matters, it's important, it's important and uh, I wake up every day, even on my harder days. I always start with gratitude. It's there's no way around it, and and no country um, 
my mom's father, my late uh, maternal grandfather, he impressed upon me as a very young man. Like, I remember him saying to me, all you have is your word and your name. That's it. Hmm. There's no, this land isn't your land. Mm -hmm. Whatever version of God you believe in, that's just your version of God. Mm -hmm. None of this is yours. Mm -hmm. You're a guest and you should appreciate being a guest and, and you should be kind to the other guests around you. And so no country was, um, and it's interesting because the poem was connected to the Nolan side. The song was a little more connected to the Langward side. And, and in, in the end, I was trying to merge them together for an awkward family reunion. And it was Stephen that said, hey, you know what? I'd maybe just have the party with the one, you know what I mean? It was, it was really kind of that simple. I was mm -hmm. trying to force both stories in the room when it just, it, it was unnecessary. Well, we uh, have, uh, you know, we could go eat through each of the songs and I want people to come and listen to it, to, to purchase it on Bandcamp or wherever they're going to buy it. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely on, on this show, the songs that I'm focusing on uh, that I'll play either before or after the interview, I really like uh, Old Friends. Uh, it's, a lather, it's a rather long song, but <laughs> wow. I'd love to I, talk about that. Okay, well, the ending, I mean, that's such, such an intense uh, involvement of every personnel and that's on, you know, it's at, at, certainly at the end. And I just had the question is, is that, is that you singing that that those high notes at the end there? <laughs> it is. And so that part, like the backups singing yeah. wasn't overdub. Yeah. But as I said, my vocal performances were live and I didn't I didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> wow. I went into a territory and now bear in mind when we're cutting, you don't have the the background singers happening. It's just my voice in the headphones. And huh. I, I actually never really planned on uh, doing that. Uh-huh. Mm. Country kitchen, basement bar, gravel roads on the falling stars, west of the valley in the border town, where we'll meet once the sun goes down. That's radio with a broken tenor. Ball over old Vienna Still traveling Highway 3 And wondering If you ever wonder about me Clear water at the river's bend McLaren's dog got loose again A three o'clock set on the old main street Yellow sun staring right in my face. I want the front who's in from the south. Children playing in the schoolhouse. Prairie harvest, full moon, radio night. Winter's coming soon. Everybody's going home Almost like no time had passed Some things are still built to last Like old friends Nothing like old 
was quiet in the car The winds cried like a steel guitar I thought of you passing boys of rain Halfway there and it started to rain I guess sometimes life just gets busy You are hearing us in the city Next time let's not wait so long Some things you can count
that song, uh, I recently spent the last two weeks of one of my best friend's lives with him in, in Riverview in palliative care. And it was um, a profound uh, moment in my life. I certainly will never forget. And uh, he was a young man my age. And anyway, he, he used to own um, this restaurant in Crystal City. And so I'd go out to play the Harvest Moon Festival. And then I'd go visit him. And he owned the, the restaurant in town. And um, so I wrote that song actually sitting next to William Prince at the basement bar of the uh, country kitchen in Crystal City. And I just, it was right before I quit drinking and I scribbled it down on a serviette. And I actually just mentioned it to William recently because I, I, he probably wasn't even aware that I'd, you know, was, was sitting there writing it. And um, so it was a tribute to my friend before uh, he was sick, before we knew he was sick. And, uh, and a practice that I'd already kind of gotten into in life. I, I write about friends and family all the time. And, and so I, I was thrilled by the time he was sick, that kind of became his song. And I had uh, recorded it for the record also before knowing he was sick. So the timing of it was lucky, I guess, in that way. And um, so, yeah, the imagery of that song, it, it shared between the Harvest Moon Festival of which I played the first one. I, I have a long history with the organization and, and I, I really believe in what they do. I believe it's special and important and unique. And, uh, and it also ties into my lifelong friendship with John and, um, and our history. And the long outro to me in my head was, um, was meant to sound like my youth. Growing up in Charleswood, it was meant to sound like uh, those moments where we we own the streets, you know, that age you are in life where you're just, you're, you're bulletproof and you're, you're stomping through the streets at night with your fists in the air. So it was really, it was really meant to kind of capture that, that feeling of, of, um, of infallible youth and like the world was ours and we owned it. And, um, and it's why I stretched the song to seven minutes because I wondered if I, um, you know, could I take, anybody on a little musical journey that required seven minutes because it, 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 it seemed like it needed more than three and a half. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but anyway, it's beautiful. Uh, Thank and you. you know, when we made the record, I had to bring in food. My, my friend actually <laughs> was a, a chef. And so he catered that particular day of the sessions. Very special to me now, of course, that he's gone, um, that, oh. that it just worked out that way. And wow. he knew, he knew what he meant to me, you know, mm. Wow. I should also add, um, mm -hmm. there were some uh, overdubs on the record, which would be all the backup vocals. And uh, um, Dan Russell plays pedal steel. And um, that's a sweet thing to me. Uh, he was a friend of uh, my neighbor's son, one door down. And so these two uh, guys were coming around my studio when they were still kids. You know, Dan wasn't playing in any bands at all. These two young guys were all denim and like cowboy hats. They were very unusual guys uh, for their age. And I, I was always very charmed by them. And, uh, and Dan would come by and talk about the instruments that he played and all his plans for the future. And I'll be damned if he didn't do all of them. It's amazing. I mean, he's such a unique, uh, uh, an eccentric character, you know, he's an upholsterer and he plays pedal steel and he did all the things he'd tell me back as a kid in my studio, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, I thought, Oh man, here we go. And I, I, so I just, I, I think it's awesome. And so he came in and played the pedal steel on the record. And uh, 
because he's overdubbing, you know, you got Glenn Buer over here and me here and Jamie Sitar here. And at some point, a couple takes in, Dan looked up and said to me, I just feel like I should tell you guys, I'm really nervous. I, uh, I really, this is a special place to me and I'm, I'm grateful to be here. I grew up with respect and reverence for this little studio. And, and I smiled and said, you know, we were all nervous. That's the beauty. Hmm. Glenn is a doctor of music for crying out loud. And hmm. sometimes on the piano, I'd see his shoulders up. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be the one to fumble a take. We're, we're in it as a group like that. Right. And, and, uh, so I, I said to Dan, that's, it's good that you feel that way. It, it, it shows me you care, which I knew he cared. That's why I invited him in the first place. And so he plays a beautiful role. And, uh, um, geez, let me think who else so I don't mess this up. Well, Rusty, well, Rusty Robot, Rusty Matias, um plays yeah. trumpet. I'd always wanted Rusty on one of my records because he's just, let's face it, he's awesome. <laughs> he plays like 100 instruments and he's funny and, and silly and amazing. And so he's on trumpet on Before Tonight. Yeah. Are all these people going to be there for the CD release or? No. No? We can okay. fit them off on the stage. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. But the band, but, the band is still my core group that I cut mm -hmm. it with. There's one one person I think you'll appreciate me saying, I think you would like to mention is Jess Ray Air. Jess, yeah. Now, Jess actually did make the record. Uh, we recut one song. Um, the record ends with Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. And that's Jess huh. singing with me on there. And Jess that's and I, have been, kind of, yeah. we've, been, we've been trying a couple different things. So um, mm -hmm. she'll not only do a set of her own, but uh, her and I will sing uh, at least a couple songs, maybe just the two of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've always just really um, just been a big, just been a fan. Yeah. She also creates this um, this uh, energy that I've discovered through uh, this new, my, you know, becoming more active in, in my middle years here and things like yoga and meditation. And just, just radiates that stuff, which also really uh, draws mm -hmm. me to her. Mm -hmm. and, um, so I want, I want to... Uh... I just want to, again, on behalf of everybody in Winnipeg and everyone everywhere, thank you <laughs> because you got a real, uh, you're such a uh, connection with uh, the music community and uh, and uh, what you got going there <laughs> in your home studio and we're working with so many people. Thank you, Scott. Oh, geez. It's, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm the lucky one. <laughs> I'm the fortunate one. <laughs> Well, one of the things that happened, which is one of the album, one of the songs on the album, and I want to finish with it, is, uh, and I saw and I looked at the list of, uh, who played on it, and I realized, oh, that's that one, is uh, uh, happened a year or so ago, I think, uh, Cabbage Town, uh, with that you did, and it's just so well articulated. I mean, I've heard the song before done by you or different people, and uh, it just uh, it's such a joy to listen to, and maybe you can tell people. Who was on that when you recorded it? <laughs> yeah, I had. Uh, oh, geez, I'd have to open the liner notes to yeah. not uh, to not mess up the names. But... Well, I've got it in front of me in case you miss somebody. So yeah, well, it's Kathy Jordan from the legendary Irish group Dervish, uh -huh. and Kathy uh, is, of course, uh, legendary Irish voice. I mean, uh, and. Yeah. Uh, I might leave the the details of the band to you because I don't have it in front of me. Well, but... Leonard playing banjo too. Leonard on banjo. Yeah, it was really lucky. You know, um, <laughs> what happened there was, you know, I know Leonard because of his dad. I, I met his dad as a young guy, and we just had a very natural a friendship in spite of the fact that 
you know, I was like a young kind of rock kid, really. I wasn't a, I wasn't a folk guy in the slightest. And so uh, Mitch was, uh, there was no precedence in my world for a Mitch Podolik, right? And, uh, but a very fast and immediate friendship um, that we maintained uh, right until the end of his life. And my friendship since with Leonard uh, is really a lot like that. And so he, he, Leonard had these guys in town, you know, to do some sort of tour connected to home roots. Yeah. And I texted him and I said, ah, oh, geez, you know, I'd written this song from my father and Cabbage Town is where my family are from in Toronto. And I texted him and said, oh, I'd love to record that song. I'd already cut it with the band for the record. I said, I'd love to record my song with this group. And, and Leonard, just like his dad, texted me right back and said, that would be epic. Let's do it tomorrow at two. <laughs> rather than there be any kind of uh, money or logistics or any complicating factors, uh, it, like the great folk tradition, it just, it, it became a trade. The, the idea was put up, you know, um, that the group could record something of theirs, that they were maybe uh, trying to make time to get cut. We'd open my studio, we'd, we'd bring in Jamie for both cuts, and we'd all kind of walk away with these two songs. And, and so that was the exchange rather than hiring of nice. players. Like, oh my goodness, what a, a bit of a cultural exchange, if you will. And um, so that's how it was handled. And it just, you know, there's very few people left in the music business that I, that you can operate that way with. And what winds up happening is you just, you're pulling magic out of thin air. I mean, I went to an after party at Leonard's house that night. And I'll tell you, that day with the Irish was unlike anything in my life. It was like getting on a train in one place and getting off somewhere completely different. You're a changed person. <laughs> it was just, I could go on and on uh, just yeah. about that one experience. But it, so that really uh, was to Leonard's credit. And, and, and he actually dropped them off and was getting set to leave. And I was like, oh no, you got to be on the track too. And like, he kind of demurred. He was like, oh, you know, you just don't need me. And I'm like, what are you crazy? And his banjo is, is what starts the song, you know? So really, uh, it was such a, such a rewarding experience. And, you know, if I can quickly say, I wrote that song essentially as a way to say to my, I'd spent my whole life telling my father I loved him. And I don't think it's, it wasn't that he didn't believe me. It's that my father struggled perhaps in some regards with loving himself. And so when you're dealing with somebody like that, you can tell them you love them over and over, but it, it doesn't land always, right? So Cabbage Town was my way of trying to make my father pause and go, oh my goodness, you know, how, how, could, he have, how could he have written this, you know? And um, when I first got to play it for my dad, it was the Watermelon Slim version. And my dad loves the blues, he loves harmonica in particular. So imagine the first opportunity for my for me to play this song that meant so much to me. I'm trying to express my my uh, undying love for my father. And imagine I'm sitting in his Chrysler with him, and I slip in the CD, and it's Watermelon Slim's voice, <laughs> so special to me. Yeah. And then later on to be able to play him what I did with the Irish, uh, yeah. you know, really. Uh, and so I have really nothing but gratitude to Leonard and. Well, people that are willing to fly by the seat of their pants, for Christ's yeah. sake, because yeah. in the arts, you don't always have the luxury of waiting for like uh, a grant to come through or observing the union. Hey, three hours, we got to take a break. It's like sometimes life doesn't observe those 
formalities, you know? And thank goodness there's the pedolics of the world to go, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's uh, again, again, another positive song, you know, just because of the love that you express in that song for, you know, for that, for that place, you know, I could never yeah. have written that song. If I hadn't have been uh, shown the songs of Stan Rogers, when somebody first played me a Stan Rogers song, I went, Oh my God, what? I just was kind of like, like when he wrote Northwest Passage, there wasn't a Northwest Passage. Mm-hmm. So it immediately, you know, and I just stopped traveling. And when I traveled, I wrote about where I was. That's why there's Bad Liver and Leaving Vegas and Girl yeah. from West Virginia, because I was down there as a young person. And But when I stopped traveling and came home, there was almost that moment of, all right, what now? Mm-hmm. And that's what it was, was the reflective um, uh, part. Yeah. So some... CD release on January the twelfth uh, at Times Changed, and um, and then uh, I guess we could just say look at the the uh, reactivated website. What's that? What's the address for that? Yeah, scottnolan.ca. That's again Ian Maddie, my my folk angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ian, Ian and his wife Trudy have been so wonderful to me, and uh, yeah, um, and also I I'd, I'd really like to add. Uh, I haven't played times in, it's gotta be almost eight years. And not for any particular uh, personal reasons. When the pandemic hit, it had been five. And Dan Russell had made a really beautiful poster for my first club show in like five years. And the pandemic came and flipped all that upside down. And it was only this summer that I ever played Blue Note Park for the first time. So um, part of me getting back out and playing is to Ian's credit. He did a bit of a wellness check on me and, and, and wondered why I wasn't playing. I didn't have a good excuse. And he'd said, what if I book you some shows and I'll take you to them and I'll, I'll help you organize. Really amazing human being he's been to me. And so if I could say anything, uh, it would mean everything to me to sell out times for the first time in eight years. And I, I'll say this, it'll, it'll be a night of pure musical magic. And the, the closing 90-minute part of the show... I've really filtered through to pick the songs that I know are the best for the live environment that'll give you room to dance and get up and, 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 and shake it. So um, I, really hope to, I really hope to just jam that place like the old days. Yeah. You know, my show, I did one show at times where it was the first time that bar, and maybe the only time, the bar had been drinking completely dry of alcohol. <laughs> a show of mine where the Flatlanders showed up. <laughs> I've had all these magical nights there. And so for I'm the sure first eight years, I assure you that this will be one of those nights. I'm sure it will be. Thanks, Scott, for doing this. Thank you, John. cabbage, digging up the front lawn South of Gerard Street and west of the dawn Absorbed by the city along the Don River Trail Winchester Street to the village of Dawnvale 
working class neighborhood before the great war There's nobody left to be working for George Fox ran the tavern till they tore it down That was the day I left Cabbage Town Invisible City Towers in the park Not even the cops From around after dark So long, old friend I will see you around That was the day I left Cabbage Town on Berkeley, then one block east. The Parliament's no longer on Parliament Street. I gave up the drink, don't miss it in the least. I've got no family left back in the east. The roots can be murky, look at how far we've come. Only good as you were, don't forget where the day I left Cabbage Town Invisible city and towers in the park Not even the cops come around after dark So long, old friend, I'll see you around How was the day Calling soon enough, though I will be far away from misery, just standing on that sunny side of the street. Hello, this is Pokey Lafarge. I'd like to invite you to keep on rambling on Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. Said sunny, 
setzen. I'd like to introduce at this time the entire ensemble. First off, on my extreme right, is John Birch. <laughs> A little humor there. <laughs> and on my near right, is my younger brother, Little Dickie Smothers, who plays the bass and sings the tenor parts in the arrangement. I take great pride and pleasure at this time in turning over the microphone to my younger brother, Little Dickie Smothers, who in turn, in his inimitable ethnic manner, will introduce this next song for emotional and a dramatic change of pace from the excitement of the opening song. <laughs> we would like to do, for our second number, a song that is entitled The Streets of Laredo, and it's also known as The Cowboy's Lament. It's a very moving song about a young cowboy's dying in the streets of Laredo. Tom, on behalf of the entire group, we would like to have you step forward and sing the streets of Laredo tonight. Now, Tom, I know when you step up to the microphone there, the audience will experience something very, very unique and odd. feel anything? <laughs> As I walked out in Laredo one day, I spied a young cowboy all dressed in white linen, dressed in white linen as cold as the I see by your outfit you are a cowboy too We see by our outfits that we are both cowboys If you get an outfit you can be a cowboy too Welcome to Hour 2 of Planet Mainstage. This is New Year 2024, and this is January the 6th. Yes, that was the beloved and very funny folk singer too, Tommy Smothers, who we lost this last week. That was Laredo, the Smothers Brothers. We have one more classic coming up, but first, a brand new Name That Riff. You name the song from the clip I play and email me at planetm at umfm.com and win. First, last week's winner, the right answer was Carefree Highway by, of course, Gordon Lightfoot. And the winner was Cindy Schwarob, 
Congrats. Happy New Year, Cindy. Okay, this is this week's riff. Just give me one thing I can hold on to. And again. Just give me one thing I can hold on to. Did you get it? Great email now. PlanetM at umfm.com and win. Or you have till next Wednesday if you're listening on the podcast before we make the draw. Just give me one thing I can hold on to. Okay, we'll start with one more excellent cut from the comedy folk stylings of the Smothers Brothers. And the rest of the show is some more best ofs from our 38 song list that you can see on Programmer's Picks on umfm.com. Songs that didn't make it into last week's show. And a mix of new and interesting that I've sussed out in my travels, including our own genius funny man Al Simmons, who has a new album, The Whistling Eggman. Check out the playlist as usual at umfm.com, Planet Mainstage page. This is the legendary first charted folk song, Michael Row the Boat Ashore, in the inimitable Smothers Brothers style on Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. We like to sing for you now a song that's truly American in origin, and there's very few musical forms that really were originated in this country, and this is one of the best. It's a spiritual, American spiritual, and it goes like this. Mom, what are you doing? That was backwards. That was back. Michael Rowe. Boat ashore, hallelujah. Michael Rowe, boat ashore, hallelujah. Sisters, help to trim the sail, hallelujah. Sisters, help to trim the sail, hallelujah. No, this is a group participation song, although it's a sing-along, not a clap-along. That's right. Because we'd like you to join in and sing with us. Now, the reason we would like you all to sing-along is that whenever we get a group of people together and they sing together, they, they create a mystical, magical power of love, of brotherhood, and it happens every single time. And I'll give you an example to prove uh, my point, to prove what I say is true. Say you're in New York City, late at night, walking down a very dark street back to your hotel. You have no other choice, you can't find a taxi. So you're walking quite quickly, and on the way you pass an even darker alley. Now, you, that alley happens to be a shortcut to the hotel. So you look down this alley, and you can barely make out these, these, uh, these tiny figures lurking and looming, these shadowy figures lurking and looming right out at you. But you wouldn't walk down that alley, would, would you? No, you wouldn't walk down that alley because it would be dangerous. But if the strangers in that alley were singing together, and that's the sound of love and brotherhood, then it would be perfectly safe to walk right down that alley. But if they stop singing, haul ass. That's right. That's right. He's right. Here we go now. Everybody sing. Oh, Michael, row the boat ashore. 
in the audience, it's just the ladies this time, to sing the second verse, Sisters Help to Trim the Sails, and really sing out because when you sing together, your voices are so beautiful. Here we go, Sisters Help to Trim the Sails. Here we go. Okay. Sisters Help to Trim the Sails. This is Celso Machado, and you are listening to Planet A Main Stage on 101.5 UMFM. Nix it. If it's stuck, I'll force it. 
No one likes it? I'll endorse it. I'm breaking stuff. He's breaking stuff. Clearing the table after we dine. If it wasn't for gravity, I'd be fine. A box marked fragile and on the carrier like Chuck Yeager did to the sound barrier. How much can I carry? The results vary. I'm breaking stuff. He's breaking stuff. Hey, pass me that toy. I'll wind it up for you. Sorry. Yeah, give me all that. I'll carry it for you. Yeah, no problem. Oh dear. <laughs> no charge. No worries. I'll break it for gratis. I'll overestimate the tensile strength of any apparatus. You make it. I'll break it. It's a trait that I enveloped. Last time I rode a horse, it broke into a gallop. New pair of shoes I'm breaking in. Even my patience wearing thin. I'm breaking stuff. He's breaking stuff. Break a habit. Breaking through. Breaking up is hard to do. Shoelaces. I'm breaking plenty. You need change? I'll break a 20. Break the silence. Break the news. Here's a tip. Invest in glues. I'm breaking stuff. careful. Boards on the window, there's mail by the door. Why would anybody leave so quickly for Ophelia?
on and on and on and on Oh, till the break of day Hello, Soulshine, new from Playing for Change with Warren Haynes from the Almond Brothers and the Playing for Change band, including Roberto Luti, slide guitar, Duda Lima, bass, Mohamed Alidu, talking drum, Peter Bonetta, drums, Guga Machado, bongos, Sherita Lewis, vocals, Rosalind Williams, vocals, Kawai Ho, vocals, and ukulele. Shamika Copeland vocals, Ivan Neville vocals and keyboards, Cape Town Ensemble vocals, and Mathieu Opitra saxophone. Before that, Britain's Hannah Reed on fiddle, Stinkhorn, Winnipeg's Alison de Groot, banjo, and Tatiana Hargraves fiddle live, Dry by Judy Hyman. More Gino, Gino Luperi, Ophelia. And Al Simmons' breaking stuff, brand new from his new album, The Whistling Eggman, CD release TBA. And started with more Smothers Brothers, celebrating the life of Tommy Smothers, Michael Row the Boat Ashore. Next set, we have The Bonnie Light Horsemen, Big Little Lions, Milwaukee's Dead Horses, and to start, Cat Power, a new retrospective. Cat Power Sings Dylan, the 1966 Royal Albert Hall Concert. This is her Bob Dylan's She Belongs to Me on Planet Mainstage. Everything she needs She's an artist She don't look back She's got everything She needs She's an artist She don't look back She can take the dark Out of the nighttime And paint the daytime black You will start at standing proud to steal her anything she sees. You will start out standing proud to steal her anything she sees. But you will wind up peeking through a keyhole down upon your knees. She never stumbles, she's got no place to fall She never stumbles, 
She's got no place to fall She's nobody's child The law can't touch her at all an Egyptian ring It sparkles before she speaks She wears an Egyptian ring It sparkles before she speaks She's a hypnotist collector You are walking empty
was named after my father In a long land Nobody's Waiting for the future For the turn of the century And I was merely cannon father In the 19th Cavalry Waiting, waiting, waiting To see nearer my God to thee 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 I hope you're enjoying the music of the world on Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM.
lights just seem to be so bright well, honey babe maybe you're right I forgot just how I found
Hi, hi, hi. That's about it for our first 2024 show on Planet Mainstage. We heard another best of 2023, the Maritimes in Echo, who we saw and heard at the Canmore Folk Festival August long weekend last year with their live offering from the Woodford Festival in Australia, All Nighter Polkas. We heard On and On by Milwaukee-based band Dead Horses, Someone to Weep for Me, Anais Mitchell and the Bonnie Light Horseman, Nearly Human, New from Vancouver's Big Little Lions, and started with retrospective Cat Power, Bob Dylan's She Belongs to Me. Thanks to Scott Nolan for the interview in Hour One. His CD release should be a doozy at Times Changed. Get your tickets at Eventbrite. That's next Friday, January the 12th. Did you enjoy today's show? Let me know. We love to hear from you anytime at planetm at umfm.com. A special treat to end today's show, Robert Plant and the Sensational Space Shifters live at David Lynch's Festival of Disruption, a festival of music, film, and the arts held in Los Angeles, with profits going to the David Lynch Foundation, which primarily promotes TM, Transcendental Meditation in Schools. Take care, be kind, stay safe. This is Little Maggie, Robert Plant and crew. Bye-bye. It's called Little
station. 